0: What's up? It's Chrissy, and you can call me your Dungeon Queen, but not in the sex way, in the D&D way. It's a D&D podcast, whoa! I'm talking to you from the future. So so thanks for trying out our show. Uh, this is an abridged edit of our first three episodes covering the demo game I ran, The Minds of Pebblesmith. While this mini arc is canon to my Ashes From Time campaign, it's not essential listening, so you, you don't have to even w- listen to this one if you don't want to. However, if you think you can handle the poor audio quality and want to experience 100% of the goofs present in the full Pebblesmith arc, those episodes are listed after this one on whatever podcast service you you using. Whatever you decide to do, this is Travellers of the Unknown, Ashes Before Time. It's a prologue to Ashes From Time. It's ashes Before Time, I thought that was quite clever. The minds of Pebblesmith are bridged. Okay, so uh, we're going to do d and I'm excited.
1: I'm excited too. I'm
0: ex- everyone's I'm excited to do it. <laughs> Are you not?
1: Everyone accepts that.
0: So there's just been an intro that explains that this is a demo game. I'm going to read out a bit of a, a bit of scene setting. Get ready for some- get re- we'll enter nerd mode everyone. What I'm about to tell you is legend. No one knows if it happened exactly this way, if it's entirely fabricated or maybe partially true. Deep in the undergrowth of the woods, free travelers make their way all having come far and met by chance seeking some shelter in this harsh world they inhabit one in which the oceans are so vast that travel between lands is almost unheard of there are mad gods and flaming cults to worship them there are men gone mad with power to rival said gods and wars so bloody that only the intense beauty of the peace that follows keeps any sanity alive though it's not all bleak for in small villages cut off from the incessant violence of the main populace, a weary traveller of the unknown may find their rest. This is what our heroes seek when they finally clear the dark woods and find the town of Pebblesmith. So you've all just been travelling through the woods for a long time, you've all just entered into the town of Pebblesmith, it is a a kind of a small town, a very small town, Um, there are a few shops, to the north is a farm, to the east are the housing departments, to the south are the mining departments, and to the west are the woods where you came from. In the middle of the town, which is very decorated and kind of the centre of attention, there's an inn, a market, an armoury and a store within sight. And now if all of you could introduce your name and who you are and what you are, uh, starting with Callum.
2: So my character's name is Scott. He is a forest gnome ranger. He is a protector of the woods. He much prefers nature to the company of people or other places. Um, so yeah.
0: Okay. Um, James? My
3: name's uh, Kha'zix Bangjaw. He's a... Uh, oh, fuck I got it.
2: Right! Oh my god, sorry. You just said, you just said, said Kha'zix Bangjaw. I started drinking it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of Kazakhs Bangjaw.
1: So I'm um, I'm a half
3: from the uh, Little Morningwood. He's He uh, likes to become one with nature. Uh, he's efficient in martial arts. And um, yeah, he will never harm nature.
0: Oh, lovely. And that is morning wood spelt morning, not, not. Morning as in as in as in Break of dawn. the death the death of a loved one. Yeah. It's it's the other way. It's the yeah. other way. It's not the cuz if it were morning wood, that would make it sound like it was some kind of lowbrow boner joke, Matt.
1: I uh, see I was I, I was actually not trying to laugh at that. I think that's kind of a beautiful thing. No, it's, no, no, Matt. It's, it's con- a noble village. It's a noble village, Matt. I like we're getting sidetracked here. <laughs> You're
0: being silly. Anyway, Matt, describe your character.
1: Uh, sure. My character is called Susam Undergooch. She is a fierce dwarven battle maiden uh, who has cut her teeth on a life of adventuring. Um she fights with two uh large axes called slam and dunk with another two mounted on her feet for throwing at people um she's impulsive she's brash but she's brave and charismatic as well oh and she's 63
0: i love her okay so oh yeah well, we haven't said ages uh relative ages they're all fairly well, I mean, youngish
1: alan scott is on um, he's 69 years
3: old
0: but that but
1: Which- <laughs> Alex is fifty.
0: I forgot that you put the age of sixty-nine. <laughs> okay.
1: We don't want to lower ourselves to lowbrow jokes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's just an age, man. That's just an age. What the fuck?
1: It's That's age, just how man. old you he is. I no think no one in the, the world is an age. On. It's not interpretive at all. Sorry,
0: I love that the names of these people are Susam Undergooch, Kazix Bangjaw, and Aaron Scott. <laughs> <laughs> it is very late as well. I forgot to mention. It's very late in the evening. You're all very weary from a long, long travel.
1: I think as a as a suggestion we should find ourselves a a definite bed for the night at the local inn and then maybe explore the town before before nightfall
0: you open on the inn you walk in it's a it's a small wooden kind of homely looking thing uh there is a young girl at the desk who is kind of a she looks very tired she looks very she looks a lot like she doesn't want anything to do with anyone or any, anything to do with anything. She has in her in her hands a popular teen magazine, Teen Rogue. <laughs> That's my Whoa, She She's oh reading from God. it, she's flicking through the pages, not really looking at you. There's a bell next to her and the word receptionist on a little desk. Uh, there's an upstairs, some stairs in the background which you can tell lead to the bedding areas. Uh, the inn's basically empty. Susan, do you want to
1: approach? I will. Hello, little lady. I would like to book uh, a bed for myself and my companions for tonight. She flicks to the next page
0: of Fantasy Rogue and she goes, okay...
1: Susam looks quizzically back at her companions before staring back, one hand scratching at the counter. Would you please provide us with a lodger so that our, I and my companions might spend the night?
0: I'm so glad this isn't a permanent character. This is how. hell.
1: Ch- I'll change that. Could you please provide a lodger so that me and my companions may sleep tonight? She looks up a little.
0: So, what makes you think I even work here?
1: Well, you appear to be leaning at the front counter... With the words reception engraved upon it, I would assume... Yeah, but
0: what if I'm just sitting here?
1: Then I'm sure you're violating some sort of security law. Well, I wouldn't
0: be because it's my mum's place, okay? Do I look like I work here?
1: Susam curls her hands into a fist and slams on the desk. Listen, girl! She kind of cringes like she's not very impressed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I'm having to lead up onto the counter to do it. (laughs) Where can I go for a bed?
0: Here. But like, I'm asking, do I look like I work here? Because I, you look like, my mom works like a it.
1: pain in the dick, lady. Well,
0: that's just rude. I don't want to serve you. Um, hey, little bald guy, can I serve you? <sighs> little bald guy, can I serve you, please? Come forward. I was just asking, do I look like I work here? Because like, I don't want to look like I work here because my mom works here, and I don't want to look like my mom. I'm just kind of, you know, I'm just kind of looking after it in the in the in the, in the time where she's gone. You know, I. Uh,
1: Suisheim sl- slumps against the wall.
0: It's just doing a thing. You didn't play along. You're so angry. You have a lot of pent-up rage, I can tell. Mm. So are you all going to be in like the same room? Any of you staying in the same room? Or are you going to want separate rooms?
2: I'll fork out for a separate room from these... Creatures.
0: Bold guy and uh, dwarf lady, are you going to be in the same room?
1: I I don't mind sharing a room. Okay then. I can't help but notice one one girl to another that you seem just so overworked and so underappreciated around here. Uh huh. What what it, why is it about this place that makes you so upset? Uh-huh. What is your name, my dear?
0: Marion. Um. It's a beautiful name. Yeah the last name's kind (laughs) of shitty though it kind of sounds i mean i know the last name's kind of shitty though because it sounds like somebody just made it up on the fly like they didn't have one planned or written down or
1: anything
0: um (laughs) what was it again i've forgotten
1: hammerthorn
0: hammerthorn i gotta i gotta note that down so i don't forget shit i'll be
2: honest that is that is bordering on like world of warcraft No, World of Warcraft. Because
0: the World of Warcraft is bad. At yeah, well, well Hammerthorn. you know, people don't think Hamathon. about it. Yeah, could it could be real. It could be real. Yeah. Who cares? Maybe it's maybe it's a... It couldn't. Fuck you. It uh, Undergooch is real.
1: It's a beautiful name. What are you on about? I think we should go to sleep. And then we'll continue our reign of pants. But then I wander up to my, my private room Susam bed. and Kazuk, yeah, snuggle up into bed. And then Susam rolls over and takes the blanket by accident.
0: You all wake up the next morning, I guess you all get out of bed. Marion doesn't care still, she's actually now reading. She's finished Teen Rogue, she's reading Young Adult Rogue.
2: Aaron, Aaron um, kind of stumbles stumbles downstairs and wanders up to the counter, kind of peering over as he can just reach up, and he says, "I last got any bacon? She looks up and she
0: says no. Ask,
2: ask, maybe we should go to the market and get some food. I love was going to be my next step, actually.
0: Okay, so you all are, uh, you're going to head to the market, I guess. You go to the market and you are greeted by a happy smiling fellow. He he opens his arms and he says greetings to my store. My name is Kyol and uh, it's like <laughs> fantasy Carl.
1: Very self-aware in this universe.
0: It's not often we get travelers from afar to to come to our to our place in, in order. We, we have apples, bananas, grapes, beef, lamb.
2: Any bacon you got?
0: Yeah, we have some slices of bacon, if you'd like. That's going to be one electron
1: piece. C- could I get one of those too, please, sir? Yes,
0: you can, for one emerald piece. Uh, one, one electron, p- EP, one EP. He hands you some sizzling bacon wrapped in paper. Do I get some bacon or do I have some bacon? Oh, you can have some bacon, that's one, one EP. There you go. Okay, sweet, so you've all got bacon. Quest complete, you've won.
1: Can we... Say a big old cheers, touch bacon's, and eat Yes, them. you
0: can, you can.
1: Cheers, companions, cheers Here's to Pebble Stone. Cheers.
0: It's Pebble, it's Pebble Smith, the market guy looks pissed off.
1: Pebble Smith.
0: <laughs> you've, you've just <laughs> walked into my town and got the name wrong.
1: I mean, I was too taken aback by its beauty. Oh, you've
0: me a rubber softie.
1: <laughs> I think we should. Oh, wait, while the market keeper's here. Market keep, what's been going on in town? We are new and, and wish to know what is happening.
0: Well, you might notice we're a bit low on stocks at the moment. There's actually been quite a bit of trouble with the farmers' sheep being eaten. Oh, there's there's no real adventurers in town anymore. We're quite a we're quite to ourselves. we don't, no
1: one. Wait a second. Did you say adventurers? I did say adventurers. Well, good sir. You are in the presence of three strapping young adventurers themselves. What is the farmer's name so that I might find him and address him? Fuck. <laughs> good name. <laughs>
0: the farmer's name is uh, Randy Quiff. And um, <laughs> he's just up there and he points towards the farm. If you want to go visit him, I'm sure he'll tell you all about the, the issues he's been having.
1: Guys, I smell an adventure.
0: I'm uh, just gonna assume you'll walk up to the farmhouse.
3: Who wants to take the lead here? I'll do it if you want. Yeah. All right. I walk. Out, I'm gonna walk up the door and give it a good old.
0: There's silence for a second, and then I'm coming. I'm coming. And the door opens, and uh, a man with a with a slender face. He he's he's younger than you'd expected. Um, he's he's an older man but he looks young, his general vibe. The, the strange thing about him is you, typically you'd think farmers wouldn't have great hair. He has amazing hair. He has fantastic hair. I've got to make this point. You are in awe of the hair on this man.
3: Hello there, good sir. I'm sorry to bother you, but I couldn't help but noticing your crops are amazing. <sighs>
0: it warms my heart to hear someone 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 talk so you know many people don't have an appreciation for for the um
3: agriculture
0: agricultural arts that's the word thank you Kazik i don't know your name, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name,
3: my fine friend? I am Kha'zix. This is Aaron Scott, a known friend, and finally we have Susam, the strongest of us all. We are just on an adventure, and I couldn't help but notice first your crops, but secondly, your sheep are not looking as well as one would think.
0: They're being eaten. Everybody's saying it's, uh, it's wolves or, or something. I've, I've owned wolves. I'm good with wolves. I've had many a wolf pet. I, I don't believe it's wolves. Would a wolf pick an entire sheep up? and derail it with not a- not a sign of it, not- not a trail of blood, nothing, just- it's just gone. Derail? You know, de- de- de-foot it, I don't know, lift it, take it away, fuck you,
3: Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see, that's why marijuana is not- it's not legal in this <sighs> Anyway I
0: don't know what marijuana is. You're you're not talk you're not talking about uh you're not talking about the wizard plant, are you? Oh, <laughs> possibly. I, I've studied some of it. Yeah, mate, I am What's what, what you do? Depending on who I'm talking to, <laughs> is I is this really happening. I definitely <laughs> have some. Depending on who I'm talking is this to. A drug? Depending on who I'm talking to, I'm not sure if I have any. He makes note of the tattoos on Kazik's and seems to be seems to be like thinking mm, you're kind of a, you're you're about peace relaxation yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> for the sheep james for the sake of the podcast can you say just bleep it
1: just bleep it with a bar
0: Fucking hell. oh the sheep oh sorry the sheep interrupted you there what were you saying oh <laughs> 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 I'm actually, I'm actually crying right
1: now. So you, you said something about the sheep <laughs> the,
0: the, 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 the The sheep are just... They're being, take, they're being picked up and, and gone. Like, they're not being eaten. There's not a carcass. There's not any remains. There's no sign of a struggle. They're just gone. They're just, they're just gone one morning. They're just not there anymore.
3: Do hmm. you mind if we take a closer look at this so-called gone?
0: Um... Shut <laughs> we have a look at your sheep? Yeah, you could have a look at the sheep, but um
2: Aaron wanders over to the fence and he has some <laughs> he has some skill in tracking and so he kneels down to the floor Ooh. and begins to look look around on the ground for any prints or tracks that might have.
0: Yeah, so you're gonna roll perception and you're kinda down on the ground looking at the grass and stuff.
2: I'm looking for like prints tracks in the ground, anything that might indicate what was here, or what direction uh, they went.
0: There are simply no tracks you can discern of. The ground feels... Um, there's something about it. It's, it's, it's difficult to say. Your, your perception isn't quite as high as it would need to be to discern this, but there is a... I, I, if I could describe it, there's a sort of electricity in the air. There's a sort of strange feeling that you're getting that, the, that you haven't felt anywhere before. It's, it's, it's very minor, but there's something that almost disturbs you about this this uh kind of area of this like sheep pen that you're looking at just a general area
2: there's something strange about this can't can't tell quite what but there's something on the ground i don't
1: like it i wonder what strange occurrence could have have, have tainted the air in such a way i'm going to roll my insights ah
0: uh, you got a 5 you don't discern very much about the situation it's it's confusing you uh it, actually, if you can go ahead and roll nature, Kazakhs? Just to like c- confirm nature this.
3: Because
0: your insight your general insight didn't tell you much, but if we combine that with your knowledge of nature, perhaps this will reveal something. Uh it's an expertise, so you should be okay, fourteen. I'm gonna say that plus the uh the five insight is gonna be enough to give you some information. Um Kha'Zix, uh, you come to realise that uh the kind of the strange feeling that you're getting it's 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 definitely magical in origin. It's definitely non normal. There is something magical about this situation, something enchanted, be it be it a dark curse, a very it's eerie, it actually sends a chill down your spine as you as you sense this. It's it's almost um frightening what it is.
2: What
0: surrounds the farm? Uh, it's not just the one farmer. There are other farmhouses off in the distance. I probably should have explained this. Other farmhouses off in the distance. There are there are fields and fields, and beyond that is just woods. This is a complete. This is a small town surrounded by woods.
1: If we're sensing an aura, I would think the best thing to do is we need to find out if there's any sort of talk to the locals and see if there's any magical history with the town.
0: Okay, there are other NPCs you haven't talked to yet, so.
1: Well, I think we should all go and talk to different people. Like I. One of us should go talk to Morin or Marion, sorry. One of us should go talk to the armorer, and one of us should talk to the store.
0: First, we'll do Matt's conversation, then we'll cut to Callum's. I'm going to
1: say that I don't take Marion, as uh, we don't have a good footing. Well, well, I'll I'll head to the inn. I'll head to the inn. I will head to the armory. I think because I think I would have good discussion with an armorer.
0: James, where are you going to go?
1: Guess the store.
0: (laughs) I guess the store is the only place left. Yeah.
1: Okay. So Susam enters the armory. There's
0: a guy stood right outside the armory. He's a young man, about 20. He's kind of slim fit. He's not super buff. He's uh, he's kind of... He looks a bit sickly, a bit weak. Uh, and he's dressed up in very fragile-looking kind of armor. And he has a, a big ginger... He has kind of a small gingery beard and some gingery hair coming down from his face. And he turns to you and he goes, Oh, no, sorry. Um, No civilians are allowed into the armory. It's not a... It's not a shop as much as it's a a, a place to suit up for the uh, for the town guard, you know, the town watch. I
1: was I was not here to enter the armory. I just wanted to ask where you had your armor made. It it looks magnificent.
0: Over in the store over there, you know, it's um. It's beautiful. It's actually it. not. It it's really tattered and shit.
1: I, I know. Clearly I'm clearly lying. But, I'm, but,
0: uh, just, just, I'm to, just just to just to inform stop. everyone. I'm,
1: I'm burning them up or shop. Well, I've been I've been trying to learn a little bit about the town from different people. I mean, the store so clearly uh, seems a place I need to visit. Is, is there anything else you'd recommend I, I learned about the town nothing too crazy happens it's 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 pretty chill i mean um the fountain's
0: pretty uh the, the 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 there's there's just general uh he seems like he's fumbling for words like he really wants to talk big on his town but there's not a lot to say um
1: okay he's he's so there's not a, it doesn't feel like he's lying no no he's
0: not lying well you could check I for that
1: could. Oh, that's insight isn't it you should Good check insight. for a... Oh, good. Oh, uh,
0: you're actually able to tell that he's there's something he's keeping from you. Uh,
1: shall we switch to someone else's conversation quickly?
0: Yeah, let's switch to James. Crossfade.
2: Oh, wait,
0: uh, oh. I said Callum was second, but I already said James, sorry. <laughs> 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 so it's just because the store is related to the armoury, so I figured. You've entered the store and you are greeted by a dwarven man. Oh, he has a long beard and a bald head with two bits of scruff on the side. He's a little bit lame-eyed. He's a little bit lame-eyed and looks like he's a little bit out of it. Um, he's quite an old man he's having his beard's gone gone kind of gray but there are hints of red hair in there as well um and he says oh, greetings welcome to the local store my name is rupert Pibble. um how how are you today young tra- traveler he says young and then he realizes he looks closer he realizes you're actually very short and quite kind of kind of mature so he's like i mean regular traveler
3: fine thank you for the compliment yes my name is Kaz. Well. I have come to see if you have any rumours.
0: Rumours? They seem to stop. It. They seem to even quickly become even more lame eyed Super lame. And then look straight at you, like very quickly, like bawdwing, like a kind of bawdwing sort of thing.
3: Yeah, them eyes do and he you? and
0: he looks around and he's like, uh, rumours? Uh, no, no rumours here. Yeah. Um, very clearly nervous in his uh, in his actions. He scratches his uh, beard.
3: So if you cannot tell me about the rumours, maybe if I bought something from your store, or maybe the. Uh of a gold piece will uh,
0: jog your memory a bit well I don't know what kind of establishment you think I'm running here but if you wish to look through the the stocks I mean go for it to be honest, it's not that I keep rumours from you for any weird local people. We keep to ourselves. I uh, don't want to gossip about the local people. You know, it seems rude. It seems very, very rude. I've, I'm realizing I'm giving pe- most people the same fucking voice, but I'm new to it. So, um, I can make this one Scottish. Um, I mean, if you look at the the stocks that we've got back here, it's very faintly Scottish. It's almost like he's doing a bad Scottish accent. Um, we got uh, as you can see, up in the lineup. Uh, he he points towards the lineup. You see uh, a lantern, uh, some lamp oil, uh, red looking vials, which you discern to be healing potions, and a, a blue-looking one, which you discern to be a, a very weak potion of strength. Uh, there's backpacks, water skins, ropes, and some crowbars. Maybe I
3: should rendezvous with my fellow of my group before I make any sudden purchases. And that is quite a hefty stock we have.
0: Yes, left. we try to keep stocked here. It's all supplies for the for the mining and the the, the just general town's work. The, well, the fountain out there, you may, be, you may have seen, you may have noticed the fountain. When I was young, I... Uh, I was actually, I uh, helped my father build it uh, quite a while ago. It was uh, something I'm rather proud of. It's gone down in the family name. We've been a long, long, uh, you know, the family's been here a long, long time, despite this being a human village.
2: Yeah, O G, my might do peace out. Okay, we're going to cut to Callum now. And I walk in and I quite casually come up to the bar.
0: Uh, you notice uh, Marianne is still reading... Young adult vogue. You now notice in the back shelf uh, the completed teen vogue, along with adolescent vogue, toddler vogue, and born vogue. Um, pretend every but time you
1: can tell
2: what joke she's made. Pretend
0: up. every time I say vogue is 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 rogue. There. Pretend I'm saying
2: rogue there. Hi. Uh, More and less. Uh, do not know any water I can have from you? Do you? Uh, we have a tap? Oh, that's alright. Um, say. You're a- you're a young person and you're an innkeeper as well, I suppose you must hear an awful lot about what goes on in the town and you get a lot of gossip, I. Eh? I'm not
0: supposed to talk to strangers. No, I'm just fucking with you, um... <laughs> there's not a lot that goes on here it's pretty boring
2: I will know it's just I mean I took a stroll up to the farm this morning and noticed some, some strange things around happening with the oh, sheep did he
0: tell you the story about the sheep going missing I, I God, he's
2: God, like,
0: he's like what is he like 50 60 70s old I don't care Um, it's just some wolves they just need to get another dog there's just nobody's nobody's mad enough to go around and get another dog you know I, I actually kind of said like I'm not scared of wolves I, I kind of offered like I go do it me and the, the blacksmith or something my mom told me no she's like no 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 and if, if it, you know i just feel like she's got this thing you notice that she's the kind of person who will just rant about her life to anyone whenever she gets the chance you know it's, it's just the kind of thing i don't know if it's because uh dad left because he wanted to go off adventuring or something but she doesn't want me to get involved with that sort of thing so i'm just sat around in the end just
2: uh, i haven't got allowed to do well i mean that sounds that sounds mighty brave of you you know i mean i'm sure you'd like a bit of adventure around the town eh? No. Well,
0: i mean yeah it would be better than nothing happening. Speaking. Speaking
2: of the town, what do you know about the history of the town? I mean it certainly looks like he's been around for a while oh
0: yeah it's super old nothing's new it's great we get a lot of tourists asking about it and it's always really interesting would you like a brochure <laughs> do
2: you know about the town with a history of magic at all or anything of that sort?
0: magic uh, nothing interesting ever happened here um, I mean we have an alchemist uh, it's the wife of the the dwarf that runs the store she's great uh, she makes all the she makes spells and um, oh hello you know uh, she you know when we used to have the mine open she used to make a, a lot of strength potions to help people get with the mining work done faster oh, but hi. nowadays it's a rarity she doesn't do as much uh, we're a bit quieter ever since the mines got shut down you oh the mines
2: got shut down why, why was that recently
0: they had some accidents or something people getting paranoid you know it's eh, whatever I don't really care it's uh, I'm sure they'll get them up and running eventually because until then we're all kind of well we're dirt poor I mean we haven't got as much food and with the keep going missing. It's,
2: uh, I'll be on my way now.
0: We're going to cut back to Susan. What were you talking about? Because I don't remember.
2: Well, I
1: figured out that he was hiding something. So noticing that he is hiding something, I I say, are you sure that's everything?
0: Uh, yeah, that's everything.
1: I'm going to use my intimidation. I put my hand, you know, not on his shoulder, but sort of just, just against the wall near him. I'm going to roll for an intimidation and I'm going to say, you sure? In a kind of growling voice, please work.
0: Yes. Oh damn. oh, damn. Terrifying. He's like, he's like, holy shit. He kind of shrinks backwards into his armor and he's like, ooh. Susan's
1: becoming a bit of a negative character.
0: He's like, uh, well, there might be a few other things, I guess. Such as? Well, you look like a strong adventurer, right?
1: I'd say so. Well,
0: we've kind of needed some people with some brawn to maybe go sort this out. I'd venture in myself, but while I'm brave, I'm not stupid. I'm not going to go alone. It's, it's the mines. Um. It's ever since people started going missing in the mines. Oh. Everyone's kind of afraid to talk about it. They're saying it's accidents and all that. But I I suspect that it's got something to do with the sheep going missing in the from the, from the farm. Out of interest,
1: when the mines were, were closed and, and everyone went missing, was there an odd feeling in the air, an odd sort of electrical feeling sensation?
0: I'm going to have to do a roll for Rupert. Oh, f- sorry. Spoiler. Do you want to ask his name?
1: What's your name? <laughs> his name's Rupert. I'm Susan. The
2: storekeep, his name was something beginning with our... Oh, I can't remember his what... His name it. was actually also Rupert. Young Rupert is fully ginger, and you did say that older Rupert had some kind of ginger wisps in his hair.
0: First, he's going to do perception to see if he remembers any static stuff. He hasn't got a clue. He doesn't know if he did or didn't.
1: Rupert, you're, you're a strapping young man. I, I want to ask, maybe would you consider guiding my party and I into the mines?
0: Into the mines, uh... How many of
1: there are you? Three, and we're all strong. He's
0: glancing at your battle axes and your very, very alluring muscles, and he's like, yeah, I feel like maybe this could work. I mean... It's
1: a chance for you to be a hero then, Rupert.
0: (sighs) Well, uh, he kind of seems to, like, try to smarten up his armor a bit.
1: Well, I tell you what, I'm going to go grab my adventure... I'm going to go grab my gear, and we're going to... We're going to do this. Uh Just before you head out, Rupert, I mean, we adventurers, we have a code. Shake on it. Um, If my name is Susam Undergooch, and you are Rupert Uh, Pibble, then shake on it, Rupert Pibble. Interesting. He
0: draws out his hand, and you clasp it, and you shake, and it's a good shake.
1: We'll meet you by the fountain. Plus
0: one friendship points. So Rupert heads into the armory to restock. You guys have all convened at the fountain. We
1: discussed the the information Yeah, so
0: you all now know everything.
1: Is it not curious that both the guards and the storekeep Have the same name? What some sort of egotistical moron calls their child the same name? From what you said, his wife is an alchemist, correct? Aye. that appears to be the only magical influence the town has any contact with, and with their family running so far back into the history, I feel like the Pibbles could be play playing a larger role in this than we initially suspected. Oh, Marian,
2: she did say that the alchemist's wife, she used to make shrink potions and stuff to help them get into the mines, so if she perhaps wanted them to go down into the mines then... I
1: mean, after all, this, the very fountain we're sat at is the creation of the Pibble the Pibble lineage. They. Uh, appear to have a finger in almost every pie in the town. Do you guys reckon we should investigate the mines first, or we should try and find this alchemist? Also, if we're going into the mine, we need lamps and shit. I'll be honest, lads, can we afford to... Maybe, as I am now friends with Rupert, presumably, his son,
2: he'll give us uh, a loan so that we might help the like, town. Like, with the closing of the mine and now the problems with the farm, it's running the town dry. We could probably get some donations if we wanted to, I mean...
3: I'm still a bit wary on this. I don't quite trust people here. It's the guy at the store maybe some other chapter uh, I should warn you is quite a strange
1: fellow okay to the store then
0: alright you all head back into the store Rupert presumably Rupert Senior Pibble uh, greets you with uh, open arms he's like why hello you have actually brought some company with you lovely well welcome look at look, here's all my stock if you'd like to buy anything we don't get many tourists around here especially such a such a beautiful young maiden as yourself he nods at he nods at Susan recognising a fellow dwarf uh,
1: well I mean it it takes one to know one. I will say I did encounter a, a strapping young man outside who, who shares your likeness and name. Well,
0: yes, that would be my son, Rupert Jr. Ah, you may be wondering how a dwarf can have a a human son. Well, my wife actually she 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 runs the alchemy of this store. I don't know if her uh, she's actually a half giant. So when we kind of. <laughs> Kinda of made Rupert. Now you'd think he'd be very strong, but it turns out uh combining gi- half giant and dwarf DNA just kinda of, it's like it's like it re- recesses and, and he becomes weak.
1: Susan plants her face in her hand. well, well speaking of your your wife, is she around? I, I'd love to, to meet her. I'm
0: afraid she's very ill of late. Nothing serious, nothing serious, just it's just a slight a slight fever. Uh she, she's in bed. I don't see any need to uh, to wake her or bring her down to the store today. Yeah,
3: hang on, this is. Can I just, can I just like rally the group, real quick?
0: Yeah, yeah. You've yeah. all kind of made a little huddle, and Rupert's kind of just stood there awkwardly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we keep like looking back at him and then whispering to each other. I look back, I scowl, then I return to the huddle.
2: <laughs> I kind of peep up and I just look at him with like a kind of also confused. confused.
1: Caleb never breaks eye like contact. In a way that I can create some sort of. Yeah, but maybe we should we should try and meet the wife first before we try and. Oh, you want a fucking go, mate. I made the
2: idea. You want to fucking. Do. <laughs> do you want a fantasy go, mate? See, Mister Pimple, what do you know about the mine? Oh
0: please? well, I used to work in here when I was young. It's always been fine. It's just recently we've had some issues, you know, collapses and accidents. Uh, what was your name, young woman? Actually, what what are both of your names? I don't know. I know your friend Casick's oh, here. I,
1: where where are my manners? I forgot to introduce myself. I am Susam Undergo. Ah, oh, beautiful name. Under Gooch. It's quite a common dwarf it name. It is a common dwarf name. That and Danglesack. Danglesacker? My cousin is a Danglesack. <laughs> <laughs> <all
2: right>, okay. <laughs> Susan blushes. Is there still a way into the mine?
0: No, it's all boarded up, I'm afraid.
2: Oh, um, I assume. Uh,
0: susan you were talking to my young son out there. I'm sure he spun some kind of tale at you about being part of the town watch and, you know, some kind of evil presence in the mine. He's always going on about going in there and giving it a go. He's uh, definitely not letting him.
2: <laughs> no way. I mean, such a thing would be just... Just, just foolish it'd be terrible Never. well like no that.
0: no no not for you guys but for my for Rupert between you and me
1: it's a bit of a it's a bit of a sorry sap and uh, just as a uh, a layman's question I suppose what does the town make of Rupert oh,
0: they like him they like him there isn't much of a town watch at the moment not that there's much crime here I mean why would you why would you steal when everyone's your neighbour at the moment he's taken on the small duty of guarding the mine stopping anyone unauthorised from getting in he's, he's, his main passion is poetry but don't tell him I told you that he's a, he gets embarrassed about it it's,
2: I don't see why it's quite good okay so role of deception 8
0: um, well you probably should have told the lie first, but um, he trusts
2: you, he's pretty easy to convince, he's an easygoing going guy that actually works. You know, Mr. Pibble, I mean, the three of us, we, you know, we're travellers, but we're also, especially with Miss Gucci, we're, we're going into the prospecting business and so kind of looking into, kind of, old, closed mines that might be, you know, suitable for reopening. And, and I mean, I'm sure if that were to happen on the Pibble name would have a lot of standing, a lot more standing in the town and probably a fair cut of the profit, too. You don't reckon there's any way we could gather some supplies that we could... Head into the mine and take a look at what's down there.
1: Ah, from one dwarf to another, to be honest, I mean, these two don't have a clue what they're doing when it comes to rocks, right? <laughs> oh, you know bitch. what I mean? Yeah,
0: I mean, look, they. Oh. they I, he brings out two completely identical rocks from below the. Would well, I probably look at these and think they're both the same?
1: Oh, these rock rock amateurs, I mean, I could indeed. I could
0: talk for hours about the intricate differences about these rocks. I've got a. To... As
1: as could I. I, but I, I mean, might, let me I... start
0: for you, Lau. Um, this one, I mean, for example... Just
1: before you do, just before oh, there you go. do. It's another time, another time. I mean, what you might, I might suggest is, you know, these, these two are going to get lost in a mind. They're, they've got no chance. Now, I, I'm there to guide them, of course, but if, if you wouldn't mind loaning them something that might keep them, you know, fit for travel, so to speak, I'm, I'm sure we can make it worth your time later that on that would
0: be absolutely fine i could perhaps um i think uh one pickaxe and one lantern with two servings of lamp oil should be fine for the lot of you i'm gonna have to ask for some money in exchange but it will certainly be a reduced price i'll throw the lantern in for free and i'll drop the pickaxe to two gold points
1: so can we try and save because uh, we're working for uh uh randy quiff that uh, he'll cover our expenses yes, we're talk to me, we will be we're back momentarily we just need to uh withdraw some funds so to speak you're at the farm, here you are.
0: Kazakhs, you knock on the door at the I'm farm sorry the to, comes in- out.
1: <laughs> to interrupt your day again,
3: you, you must be a busy man. I do apologise. I may have something that you might be interested in.
0: I mean I've told you before about the the sheep problem. If you seem strong adventurers, if you could help me in any way with that, I'd be I'd be very, very grateful, yes. Oh
3: how convenient. I'd be most generous if you would uh sort of fund our little mm. expedition. Yeah, think. yeah, he
0: hands you the money. Kazakhs if you could add the eight to your inventory.
1: Oh. Let's roll out to the store then. Peeps. Okay, you're all
2: back at the square. Oh, I didn't get to say Thank you to Mr. Mr. Quiff. Oh, oh say, say, well, you can say thank you. That's, it's fine, I said thank we sh- you. We shout. Yeah, just shout like, cheers, lads. Thank
1: you! Uh, anyway, should we go back to the store then, guys? Yeah. And purchase ourselves some equipment.
2: You
0: enter the store, and what you actually come across is a bit of a domestic dispute between Rupert Jr. and Rupert Sr. Oh,
2: dear. Oh, my favourite. We did tell Rupert Sr. that we weren't going to bring Rupert Jr. along with us. Oh, Fuck biscuits.
0: As you walk into the store, you can hear the- uh, notice the- the voice that you definitely remember that Rupert Sr. had last time, which was, Rupert, you can't go going into the mines. I've told you before, it's not safe. (laughs) What do you mean it's not safe? I want to be a warrior like you were. I'm kind of worried. it was years ago years ago you're not built for that sort of thing son you're you you were out fighting battles when you were 16 you've told me all about it mum's told me all about it sorry i was a dwarf i was raised a dwarf you are a weak i mean when i i didn't mean to say
2: weak i you're calling me weak pause pause just real quick because of the accent, I thought you said Rupert. You can Rupert, you can't, you, Rupert. Can't, you can't. Rupert, you can't. Rupert, you can't. When did I say Rupert? You can <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, you Rupert, I, I didn't mean weak in that sense, I just meant, I mean, let's face it, and he turns to you guys who've just walked into the store and look very awkward at the moment, I suppose. Um, these guys, they, it makes sense for them to go into the mine, they're seasoned adventurers, you've never done anything like this and people are going missing. You were the one telling me there was nothing to worry about in the mine. But I'm forbidding it and that's the end of it. Rupert kind of st- pauses for a second, looks angrily at his dad, kind of scoffs, and then he marches out the door, pushing past Susan and walks off.
1: I'm not happy with this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I'm going to um, awkwardly approach Rupert Senior as though nothing ever happened and just go, Hello, we're, uh, we're back. Um, yes, I noticed. Yeah, we're um, open to buy some of those supplies we uh, talked about earlier. I, I, sorry about all of that. Sometimes you have to be tough to be
0: kind, I'm sure you understand. No. No! Fuck off at my shop, though! <laughs> just,
1: just, Please explain to me at length. <laughs> it's fine, my dad used to beat me as well. <laughs>
0: Um, Rupert blinks one eye slightly before the other shakes his head and then I've, I also I've just put into the chat the list of, of store items. did you do you have the money for the for the items you
2: wanted for your expedition? Yes we, we, we do. Um, Kazakhs has the money. We were hoping to buy a pickaxe, some lamp and oil, and um, maybe a couple of potions.
0: you spent now six gold points in total. You have a pickaxe, a lantern, and two things of lamp
2: oil. Who wants to take those? I'll, I'll take the lantern, and I, I think Susan should probably take the pickaxe. I mean, it kind of... Give me the pickaxe. Thematic. I'll
1: add it to my my, my itinerary of weapons. Is uh. so, uh, anything else worth we we guys think we need? Uh, we need did rope? we
2: get the potions? No, you haven't got any potions yet. A couple of potions, then. What do we want? Should what do we have?
1: I think we should get as many health potions as as we can afford with that two gold. That would be
0: two 50% healing potions. Alright, right, that sounds good to me. Okay, somebody take those, I guess, if you want to split them up, or who's got them? I'll carry them. I got it. Okay. Right. Are we heading into the mine then, boys? The, the much-talked of mines. You walk past the armory and um, what you come across is uh, Rupert actually next to the entrance of the mines, which is totally boarded up uh, haphazardly with planks of wood. Um, it's kind of just looks like they've just dug into a naturally, naturally formed cave that was near the outside of the town and may have been um, the reason this town was founded here in the first place. Uh, and Rupert is just kind of stood there kind of pulling at the planks kind of pathetically. and he turns around and sees you guys and he huffs a bit and goes you know I don't need you guys' help, right? You know I can do this myself.
2: Uh, I'm going to kind of approach Rupert a little bit. I lad, maybe you don't need us to do it but you want it us. never hurts to have it never hurts to have some seasoned, you know, well-prepped men along along uh, along with you and <coughs> guarding your back. And women. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Were you, you going to wait until everyone was going to wait until I said that women?
0: I was just going to wait, yeah.
2: <laughs> Don't be rude. She may be
0: butch, um, but that's no excuse. Rupert um, turns around and looks at you guys, and he looks kind of hurt. You can He kind of very quickly wipes what may have been tears away from one side of his face, and oh, just goes, I'm sorry.
2: It's all right, lad.
0: I've got no reason to be mad at you guys. I just... He's never believed in me.
1: I take a step forward and put a hand reassuringly on his shoulder, leaning up to do so. Hey, listen. You're a hero. You don't need any- That's
0: not- that is actually- as a fact that is not true. I have not- I'm, I've done nothing heroic in my Chrissy, life. Chrissy,
1: shut up! He's
2: inspiring him!
1: You're a hero, deep down. No matter what it takes, and the fact that you have the drive and the tenacity to want to change the world, it's what makes you so. Never forget that.
0: He, he looks at you as if, to start with, he wasn't taking you that seriously, but now it's like he that really means a lot to to have heard. He, he becomes very serious, he smiles a bit, and he nods. Come on, lads. And then he turns to the to the wooden planks and says, Well, do you think you can handle this with those uh, axes on your back? Oh boy,
1: can I? You
0: can roll an attack just to see how well you obliterate the wooden planks.
1: I swing with slam. Okay, you did six. That wasn't great, I'll be honest. Okay, I very half-heartedly swing my blade at the wood. The ferocity of the weapon is what cleaves it, rather than any attempted effort. And it kind of just splinters about. Do the other one!
2: Oh, there we go!
1: The second blade smashes through the wood, sending splinters hurling in all directions.
0: Oh my God, that was that's beautiful! Your enemy was some wood, and you really showed it who's boss. Um,
1: <laughs> Susan's getting better at this thing. So,
0: okay, now you're all going to enter the mines. Here we go.
1: Okay, here we go. Can someone hold my hand? I'm just Give me a lass.
2: I'll hold your hand. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll, light, I'll light the lantern for... Um... You
1: light up the lantern. Uh the surrounding
0: area of cave is is lit up. The direction you guys are facing is away from the entrance and over to your right, um, just up near the corner, you can see bones. Um, You can see a kind of a skeleton. It, it hasn't got a skull anyway that you can see and it's just a headless skeleton just slewn on the floor. To your left quite far off in the corner to your left you can actually see another skeleton with its head uh looking in much better condition but there are two skeletons
1: that you can see in this mine I mean, that's always a good sign okay uh, should we investigate the headless one that one has the allure of mystery about it yeah i was gonna say i
3: might have to hold someone's hand because
1: you guys have dark vision I- probably can't see what I'm doing. we've got lanterns uh sorry come rupert as
0: you enter more of the cave you can see another skeleton off in the distance now um it seems there were a lot of these things kind of littering the cave
2: oh boy can we investigate the one without a head yeah yeah you've approached the one without the head yeah, yeah can i like roll on investigation or something maybe try and see what might have attacked it or yeah sure i know can do that. i can i can guess what killed it let's be honest <laughs> it doesn't have a head dysentery yeah obviously. and then the head fell off Oh, honey. That was a
1: 22. Critical brain doing. Eerily enough, you're able to
0: tell that the skeleton while the skeleton is old right obviously very old it's a skeleton it has been placed here recently it has not been in this position for very long this is a recent movement of the skeleton and its head was removed um well with an axe obviously um or some sort of blade but it seems that it was very carefully removed and the head was removed after the skeleton died This, this this person whoever they were didn't die via beheading they were killed the skeleton rotted away, and then someone more recently removed the head.
1: That's bizarre.
2: I mean, to me, it screams kind of like cult worship type stuff, but I don't know. This this skeleton, it didn't die here. It was moved here sometime after it died. And I mean... I don't think the beheading killed it, I'll be honest. The, the skull or the head was taken off more recently than that. I feel like we could
1: have a few uh, a few nefarious characters on our hand here. Boy, do you think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Rupert noticeably uh, tightens his grip on his
2: um, sword. You doing all right, Rupert?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be fine, I just... Never
1: seen a
2: dead body before,
1: Rupert?
0: Hey, well, I've seen pictures and stories about dead bodies it's a skeleton we've all got him <laughs> now what
2: we're gonna walk towards deeper <laughs> deeper Ooh. deeper Susan rushes off. I'm gonna run after Susan because I've got like the lantern and stuff, so I guess I need we we kinda of wanna to stay together, I assume. I'll be honest, in hindsight, it maybe wasn't the best idea for the person with dark vision to take the lantern,
1: but Yeah, maybe give it to James or Rupert you and, know what? You and I. Yeah,
2: I'm I am. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give James the lantern.
0: More of the cave is revealed to you as you enter. Um as you enter it seems to get danker and darker. Danker. Um <laughs> it's a fucking word, it means
2: damp I and dreary. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: Seems to get darker and damper, and the floor goes from being earthy and muddy to being kind of rocky and almost a little bit slippery. There are stalactites and stalagmites, and it's all dripping, and it's very atmospheric, and you can see more skeletons now. There's just skeletons all over the
2: fucking channel. You'll earn a GM bonus point if you can tell me which of the stalactites and which are the stalagmites.
0: Here's something really fun that's gonna happen, guys. Behind you, you hear the jangling of bones.
1: Oh, fuck.
0: The small pile of bones that you have just walked past and the other one that you saw when you entered and many of the other ones that you've seen in the cave except for the one without a head start glowing with a faint light a faint aura and they stand up oh, oh, dick. Shit. Some of them picking up crossbows. Some of them picking up swords.
1: How do we not notice those? All,
0: no, the swords and crossbows actually seem to have appeared um, after the fact. After they'd stood, they'd stood up, and you were all gonna have to roll initiative. everyone this is chrissy this is just a mid-roll bit that i'm recording to add to the old episodes that didn't have one um i just wanted to quickly credit winter garten for our theme music which is summer Fargle, and mort garson for much of the other music used additional sounds are sourced from freesound.org and anything else particular to the episode is linked in the episode description if you enjoy the show, follow us on Facebook.com/travelers-of-the-unknown, on Twitter at totu_cast, or you could join our Discord server for live updates and to chat with the community. The link to join it is in every episode's description and on all the social medias. That's all from me. Enjoy the rest of your travels. Okay, Susan. What? Everyone say what you got. Rupert got a seventeen. What did you get, Susan?
1: Susan got eleven. That's uh, three. I got two. You know it's a bad day, and Rupert's the one that does best of us.
0: And then the and the skeletons have a twelve. Okay, right. So the skeletons have arisen around you. There is one behind you. There is one to your right. There is one way far back behind you in the cave, and um and that's it um, first is Rupert Rupert runs towards the skeleton nearest to you draws out his um, short sword and attacks it go Rupert go okay so <laughs> Rupert swung for the skeleton and beautifully missed oh
2: fuck it, Rupert you dick he 100% missed I mean I suppose it's in keeping with this character yeah but so. now he's in range <laughs> wait a I swear to god if Rupert dies I'm gonna be devastated yeah, and as a purely tactical thing
0: Rupert runs away over here. (laughs) Rupert runs like misses immediately, stumbles and then runs away from the skeleton with his remaining uh, movement. The next thing to attack are the skeletons.
1: Bring it on, bitches.
0: Oh, this probably won't go well. We got
1: this, guys. So
0: the skeleton far away starts approaching you. Uh, The skeleton to your right also starts approaching you and they're going straight for Susam as you would normally because she's obviously the strongest.
1: I'm not liking this trait.
0: Another skeleton who looks slightly weaker than the others backs off a bit from the darkness one more skeleton has arrived oh, fuck it all okay skeleton number 1 approach from out of the darkness is going to bring out a short bow and draw back and fire at Kazix oh fuck oh shit
3: he's gone Hit it's so hard i flew out the core
0: Kazix what is your armor class
3: armor class which is 14
0: oh okay you know what he rolled a 14 i'm gonna go ahead and say that you um just barely were able to duck out the way and and Whoa, wow. missed. just barely like off Aail the off the cusp Price. okay so skeleton boy number one kind of failed there skeleton number two is gonna hack at susan oh, with his short sword oh fucking hell
2: oh, fucking hell he's
0: done very well oh fuck definitely hits and has done nine piercing damage to susan
1: jesus christ Can Susan just not get the shit kicked out of her for once.
0: Now, skeleton number three is also going to try and shoot... Seeing that his friend failed, he's going to try and shoot Kazakhs as well with his short bow. Oh, fuck me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Why are you skeleton... And he does eight damage to... Kazakhs with a bow. Oh, these skeletons
1: are fucking assholes, man. And
0: finally, at the end of this terrible barrage, actually, I'm going to check what the range is on the bow here if it's out of range. Only just out of range to do full damage. So whatever this is, it's going to do half damage. Um, And he's going to go for
1: Aaron Scott. Oh, no. This is like what would happen if you attacked the Rice Krispie Dome. Okay,
0: he does half, so don't worry. He missed. Oh. So the s- skeleton furthest away also f- draws back a short burn fires and misses Aaron Scott by a hair. Uh, probably shoot. He- I'm going to actually say he shot him uh, in the hat.
1: <laughs> Pinned his hat to the wall. Oh no! That's where his power comes from. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, uh, now it's... Susam's go.
1: Oh, it's fucking Susam's go. Um, okay, I'm gonna go for the one that struck me down. As we all know, what happens when you strike Susam.
0: Now I know you technically didn't have a a rest after this, but because you were given a healing potion, I'm gonna say if you do want to use Fortitude again, you can. You can use all of your abilities and stuff. That's
1: again. Uh, a bonus, isn't it? So that doesn't count. Uh, that's a
0: bonus thing, but you can only do that once before arrest. Okay,
1: so. I'm going to save it for a second. I'm going to swing uh, both battle axes okay. at, the, uh, at the skeleton. Just to check, don't I have throwing axes as well? You do,
0: you do. You haven't used them yet.
1: Okay, right. I'm going to use um, one battle axe on the skeleton nearest to me, and then I'm going to use the second uh, hand axe on the one that shot at Uh, Kazakhs.
0: uh Which one that shot at Kazakhs? There are two. The one closest? The one,
1: yeah. Okay, so first let's pray to God that Dunk brings the power. Let's do it, Dunk. Come on. Ooh. That wasn't the power I was looking for. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. Fuck, Matt.
0: Yeah, you did not hit the skeleton. <laughs> this is, is
1: insane. <laughs> Do you want to try again? Okay, I'm just- with.
0: 'Cause I feel like I, getting that I, skeleton I, no, is a no, good no, no. idea. Yeah,
1: but there's two other people here and I've got a ranged weapon. Okay, but yeah, but
0: you're the tank.
1: And, and if you guys have ranged weapons. I'm a ranger, of course. Oh f- okay, never mind then. Alright, I will I'll take on the, the skeleton again. Come on, slam, don't let me down.
0: Oh it's a critical hit. Boosh. Um, oh shit
1: you, you my throw God. you
0: swing out one axe with one hand and it fucking totally misses the skeleton. But then you swing back with the other and I'll tell you what, it's your second attack, which means you get to add your ability modifier to it. Um you don't even even have to because you have done more HP than this skeleton has.
1: Okay, my axe swings into the vertebrae of its neck and fucking cleans it right off.
0: You have chopped the skeleton's head off, it falls to the fucking floor, just a pile of inanimate bones again.
1: Don't piss off, Susan. Fucking yes. We've d- son. We've discovered this. That
0: skeleton is dead and out of the picture, and now it's Kazix's
1: turn. Come on, Kazix, do us proud. God help
3: me. All right, so it's am gonna do the uh, Kazix double where right? I throw the spear, run up. Punch the
1: thing at the same time. Yeah,
0: you can throw the spear and then run up and punch it.
1: <laughs> oh, nice! Is that what you want to do? Punch the spear into the skeleton. Oh my god! Okay,
0: which skeleton are you going to attack, uh, uh What's the HP?
3: Because uh, if we're the closest one, I don't have to throw it. I don't have to um, um,
0: the closest one looks looks stronger than the the one further, the one further away.
3: Uh, yeah, throw the spear first, please.
2: Oh. And it was also. Whoa! A critical fail as well.
0: Yeah, you missed and did a critical fail of damage, so you throw your spear at the skeleton and totally fucking miss. I'm gonna say it goes through one of its rib holes. Oh. Your spear has now landed on the floor near the skeleton, so you no longer have your spear. Fuck.
3: Uh, I feel intimidated by that. Uh, what are you gonna do now? what
1: You should run, slide through its legs and grab your spear. If right, this please know, I'm Punch punch it, the it in the
3: fucking, punch it right in the pelvis.
0: Oh my god! Are you gonna wait? So, so let me just get this clear, James. Because do you think you could, um, describe in with some fluff what you're gonna actually do here? Because it's pretty fucking great. Okay,
3: I'm gonna <laughs> steady, steady one cell and launch out of the starting line like fucking Usain Bolt. Run straight at that bony mofo, and I'm gonna slide like you're doing. If you guys ever, play robots, the video game? <laughs> have you ever played
2: Robots the video game, Rodney Have you ever played Robots video game? You're the worst bites yes. I have, and I know what slice you mean.
3: <laughs> start this thing. If you've ever seen that, oh, this boy is launching at the skeleton, it's gonna it gets be. right between its legs, like up on the eye. Ballistic missile. You're
0: you're just gonna fucking slide under a skeleton and punch it in the balls. I mean, roll athletics. (laughs) I'm officially coming out and giving you advantage because of how fucking cool this is.
3: Thank you. Okay. Here we go.
0: That's it. Okay, you got an 11. Um, I'm gonna say that's good enough to do this sc- uh because it's not very far away, and because I really want you to fucking do it. <laughs> um and now do an
1: unarmed attack oh
2: my directly god.
1: between its legs.
2: Oh my god.
1: Oh fuck oh, that one's not having kids. Here it's
0: squaring the pelvis for five damage. I'm gonna say the pelvis cracks, oh. and if the skeleton had tear ducts, it would cry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the skeleton is now looking considerably weaker. I bet. you landed right behind the skeleton and you've picked your spear up. Nice.
1: Good work, James. So
0: you're in a bit of a precarious spot
1: there, but um, yeah, you did too. just do something really fucking cool, so I think that makes up for it. Callum. Can we just both- we put our fingers in our mouths, our own mouths, not each other's, <laughs> and we whistle, uh, a hot whistle at how stylish that was. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, I can't actually whistle, okay. so it's not gonna happen. No, neither can I. Do you
0: guys just want to say something, like, have some kind of in-character
2: reaction to that? Looks like he just got punched in the pelvis. <laughs> Wait up.
0: Susan's never been the best at pens.
2: Almost. <sighs> No, I
1: can't. I can't She's not strong with words. That's not her forte. And that's why she she actually she's actually actually very a little bit
2: turned on by uh his handiwork. Oh, oh yes. yes.
0: And anyway, after that incredibly good turn, it's Aaron's turn.
2: Well, first off, Aaron, fuck, I need to think of a pun really fucking quickly, like a really fucking good one. um skeleton, pelvis, penis, bone, boner. Um, yo, fuck it. Aaron Scott can't think of a pun, so he just turns to look at Kazix and just kind of gestures down to his crotch and winks. Just, <laughs> that's all he does. <laughs> he then takes aim at the skeleton that's kind of just past Kazakhs, his longbow, and he rolls for it. Oh, okay,
0: um, you did hit, but you did free damage. Do you want to describe the
2: where he goes? Nah, nah, I'm just disappointed. I'm too disappointed. C- by can I describe it? gutting. Go
1: for it, Matt. (laughs) The arrow pings it in the left eye and its head spins round funnily like an old cartoon before it turns back, clicks its jaw into position and readies again. So it has an an arrow sticking out of his eyeball right now. So
0: that skeleton is now shaking and uh, looking pretty weak. Okay, and now we go back to Rupert's turn. If you remembered Rupert was there.
2: Oh yeah, he's Uh, alive. I, I can't, he was on like my peripheral.
0: Okay, and Rupert from his back pulls a small crossbow and cocks it yes and fires at um, the skeleton the other skeleton near Kazakhs, not the one that uh, Aaron Scott attacked but a different skeleton and he fires and he hits really nice good one. it's a really good hit but it doesn't do a lot of damage unfortunately god damn it <laughs> that was, was a goes? 20 f- I haven't been reading our rules sorry that was a 23 with 2 damage it definitely hit it in the pelvis the pelvis is now fully shattered
1: oh. um, there is an arrow <laughs> it, how is it standing well,
0: it's like in, only in the middle only in the, the dick region is it shattered and there is an arrow <laughs> sticking through that almost like it, it like a comedy arrow boner. I'm going to think if I can get Rupert to do anything else. Uh, so he runs back over to the team. There we go. And we're back to the skeletons. Oh god, guys. The strongest, the skeleton that you so far haven't touched, the one that took out Aaron Scott's hat, is going to run over and now is right next to Kazix as well. There are now three skeletons surrounding Kazix. Oh, one geez. very, very angry with him for the shattered pelvis. Well,
1: that was also Rupert's fault. Yeah, but
0: actually that skeleton was like, what the fuck when you hit it in the skeleton, in, in, in the pelvis? And then when, when Rupert did that as well, it turned around almost like, why? Like salt in the fucking wounds. <laughs> and Rupert just kind of awkwardly smiles a little bit and waves and the skeleton looks really fucking pissed. It's one of the skeletons that was near Kazik's, um, The one that Aaron Scott attacked is going to run over to the main party.
1: I think we need to get in there, um, Aaron. Yeah.
0: Okay, the first skeleton to attack is the one with the shattered pelvis. It's imbued with uh, penis rage and uh, turns to Kha'Zix and draws out its short sword and attacks him.
1: They've got no short sword to draw, baby. Mm-mm. Oh
0: my god. Oh. It was an angry fucking skeleton. See, what happens in this game? When you attack people, they just hit back harder. It does eight damage to you, Kha'Zix. Oh,
3: that... I don't know how good that it doesn't is. It not sound oh, good. You're god. not dead, are you?
1: Oh dear. Please don't be dead. I mean I'm in like a... Yeah, you don't
0: worry. You're not dead. Kha'Zix, dead. No. Um, Kazix is now fucking unconscious. Oh my god. He's too. He, that was such a cool move. You probably shouldn't have given him all of the health potions as well. Oh,
1: oh fucking fuck it
0: <laughs> The pelvis skeleton is just going to kind of stand over its prey, like teabagging. It would if it could. <laughs> the skeleton besides Susam, which is very worn out and tattered, is now going to melee attack Susam. If the skeletons want to
1: like do badly for once, that would be great. It would
0: be. Great. <laughs> right, it? Okay, skeleton number three. Oh, there we go, see? they did badly. Uh, what's your AC, Matt? I'm pretty sure it's higher than nine.
1: Uh, it's 16. The
0: skeleton there, Susam, uh, has run over and it swings for her and misses.
1: She limbos down like Neo from the Matrix.
0: Yeah, and it just sort of fucking... Swings and misses, and then stands there kind of awkwardly. Um, and now finally, the skeleton that has run from afar and is next to Kazix is going to shoot with its short bow again at Aaron Scott. Oh, god
2: you don't
1: know what hats to take. Come at me.
0: Okay, mm. and the arrow misses again. Yeah, little, and this one's like, con- fucking come on, like, come on.
2: <laughs> it kind of. Like, Who made this guy an archer? He's not Susan's turn. Yeah,
1: we're back to Susan. Chrissy, would it be possible for me to do a charging attack? I'm-
0: my, yes, definitely.
1: Could I smash through this one in front of me, continue running, and fucking tackle over the one standing oh, over... Uh...
0: Yeah, I think we're going to have to do some rolls to see if you can do that, but definitely. Um. So first things first, you're going to want to do a melee attack to see if you obviously just hit the first skeleton. Uh,
1: Susam puts one foot back on the, the rock she he has her back to, kicks strongly off, and swings slam, striking with... Uh,
0: that is... Unfortunately, not good enough. Fuck. You can try again. You have, you get to attack twice, so you can try again. I thought
1: you know. I was gonna do a sort of, I swing, I miss, by sort of barrel, I like push it aside, like, shouldering it. Oh,
0: you could shoulder it, yeah, if you want to shoulder it And instead. start
1: to pick up speed running towards the next one. Okay,
0: so I think you're just gonna have to do a strength contest with the skeleton, which should go pretty fucking well, because it's a skeleton.
1: i pretty good for this. Uh, okay, is that- what, is that 21, then? It's or...
0: 21, yeah, so doubt the skeleton's gonna get 21. So Susam- Susam rolled a 21 with advantage in- in strength, and the skeleton has rolled an 8, so... You definitely can push that skeleton all the way you want.
1: Sam shoulders it hard and pushes it towards Aaron Scott, hopefully leaving it off balance for his next strike and begins to charge axes out at the one standing over Wait, are you,
0: were you taking that skeleton with you, or were you just pushing out of the way?
1: I was going to push out of the way for uh, Aaron Scott to deal with. Okay, so and... I'm going
0: to move that back a bit, so the skeleton stumbled back a bit. Actually, could you roll unarmed damage? Okay, you did four damage on that skeleton. Nice.
1: okay. In which case, uh, can I please use my bonus second wind? Do you
0: want to describe how you, like, ready yourself, or are you just fucking okay. in the moment?
1: It mid-charge, I pound at my chest and let out a mighty dwarven roar that echoes through the caverns and shakes the skeletons quite physically, readying myself You see, this is
0: love. This is what this is You (laughs) and Kazakh shared that winking moment and then he fucking got passed out and now you've come to save him
3: As a friend. Skeletons Um, have a lot of bones but Kazakhs can give you another one I
1: love how fucking James is like Yeah, what would you expect? It's Kazakhs, isn't it?
2: (laughs) Who wouldn't?
0: Okay, so that's going to be 1d10 plus 1 if you can just roll that. Oh, fuck, you've restored 11 points of health.
2: I mean, he did roll a 1d20. Oh, sorry, I thought you said uh, 220.
0: Okay, you've restored 7 points of... Wait, no, that was a d20 again. You've restored
1: four points of HP. Oh, for
2: fuck's sake. Sorry, man. <laughs> Why did you call me out?
0: I almost didn't notice. I'm sorry. And which skeleton are you going to attack?
1: Um, I'm going to go for the one to my right.
0: Okay, you're going to leave the broken pelvis one. You're going to attack the one with more health. Do
1: it
2: for my heart, Susan. I've got you. <sighs> come
1: on, come on. Oh, oh my g- God. Okay, what did you roll, man? Oh, hat? brutal. Fucking attack 25, damage 11, crit 1. Did
0: that- no, that's additional damage, man. So you have done fucking 12 points of damage to this skeleton.
1: Is that a kill? That's a fucking kill. Okay Um. Susam with the full speed of her sprint Smashes into the skeleton picks it up by by the pelvis and fucking suplexes it into the ground axe first Holy
0: shit, that skeleton is now out of the fucking picture and the um the the pelvis skeleton is like, if it could talk, it would be like, what is with you guys and Pelvisus? <laughs> He's
1: like, what's the deal with pelvises?"
0: <laughs> Picking up stuff is like, um, that doesn't really count as a bonus. So if you want to pick up the health potions from kazix so you can heal him on your next turn, that would probably be good for everyone.
1: Good cool. I, I scooped them off of his satchel.
0: Okay. Now, kazix you're going to have to do something which we've never done before. This is a new thing. I'm going to need you to roll a death saving throw. Oh,
1: God, Kazakh, stay with us, man. Lead now. out. Oh, no.
0: That is a failure, so we've got one failure. If you get three failures, you're dead for good. <laughs> no. uh, but don't worry, because Matt will heal you in the next round, and I'm sure you'll be fine. Um, oh, dear. So,
2: next is Aaron Scott's turn. But right, now, can I knock two arrows? onto my bowstring. I don't think you can... I think you... So... So Kaziks can slide under a skeleton and punch it in the cog. Susan can brush past one and suplex it into the ground, but I can't knock two arrow.
0: That's typically not how it works, and I think that would make your shit less accurate as well. Okay, there
2: you go. You can do it, but you need a prerequisite sort of deck 17, so now I can Oh, did you just look it up? Yeah. So I pull the spear off my back, and I'm going to take a swipe at old skelly boy over here. I got a 23 attack, and I did 8 damage to him. He's dead. Oh, no! Nice. I draw the spear from my back, and in kind of a jumping twirl... <laughs> I drive the spearhead just straight into his skull. I actually shatter the skull. It, like, just breaks apart. This
0: was insane overkill.
2: (laughs) Exactly. But that's what makes it fun. (laughs) And um, with, with my movement action, I, too, I'm gonna run over to this little skelly boy. So this poor pelvisless skeleton is now just got to be fucking terrified, right? It's
0: all alone. It's it has no friends. Like, and...
2: It's surrounded by these two people that have just like just destroyed its friends. <laughs> Rupert's just killed, still kind of by the cave wall, kind of like just stood there and all just like, what the fuck? These guys are amazing. <laughs>
0: So we got three dead skeletons. Everyone is surrounding the one that is currently alive. And Rupert is going to run up to it. He is going to attack it with his short sword. Go on, Rupert. He kind of goes to swing for an area that isn't the the crotch and then looks over at Aaron, Scott, and Susa. We
2: shake our we heads. We scowl disapprovingly. He
0: stops and curves the blade down and upwards into the crotch.
2: <laughs> I like the idea of we just stood on the sideline just <laughs>
0: He rolled an 18 and did two piercing damage. The <laughs> I love that this skeleton is just taking so many hits and not going down. It's just going through the most pain possible.
2: Maybe we should take it prisoner. <laughs> Why? Why not? For questioning. Pull its arms off, pull its jaw off, and we can like keep it on a chain like Michelle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got some rope. Fuck it, yeah. The skeleton, it's
0: so fucking angry that it just immediately swings around with its short sword at Rupert and um completely fucking misses and just throws it i'm gonna say it it just swung its arm slipped it threw its short sword across the room and it's just fucking it's just on its knees waiting
1: for death at this point susan removes removes the rope from her bag
2: (laughs) and goes to tie him up you're
0: gonna have to i guess a dexterity contest would be good I'll give you advantage.
2: Oh, fucking hell. We got advantage, so it was a seven. Can
0: you just fucking kill it? I want it. Susan attempted to put rope around the skeleton, and the skeleton just kind of wriggled and like pushed the rope out of the way. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> just, just looking at you. All right, I do it again. Are you going to try again? Yes. You're not even going to heal Kazakhs, are you? You're just going to do this. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, whose turn is it next? Is it Kazix? It's yes, am me. Oh, let, let sit punch it. Can we not have it? I want There's it. There's no
0: point. Please. Because
1: I don't think Chrissy's predicted this plot line.
0: I haven't, no. I don't know why you would. Um, okay,
1: can I pull its arms off, please? Yes, you
0: can pull its arms off. Oh my fucking god. Okay. Uh, you are such a savage, alright?
1: <laughs> but not to kill it. Okay. <laughs> I want to take its arms off and incapacitate it.
0: It's gonna be constitution versus strength, so. Oh, no! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the skeleton rolled a one, Matt rolled a thirteen. Nothing's
1: arms are coming the fuck off. I coil up my right fist and do a pretend uppercut to to its loins and as it shakes in anticipation, I stop my fist inches away from its whatever's left of its mangled bone, do a, a elegant little swan shape with my hands and plant my fists firmly through the uh, shoulder joints punching the arms clean off oh my god
0: okay you just pulled the skeleton's fucking arms off um I'm gonna say that's enough I'm gonna say the skeleton is done no yeah. no no.
2: no. It's, not it's not
0: dead it's not dead
2: it's not dead it's not dead it's gonna pull it apart on
1: it's on
0: one HP and it's just gonna look at the ground wondering why you're being so unnecessarily cruel to it <laughs> just, just fucking tie it up Matt
1: how what do I need to do just to just do it?
0: it you don't have to do a check just it's tied up now okay
1: I, I lasso you pull his
0: fucking arms off and it's tied up.
1: <laughs> I feel like a Durant, so. I pulled uh, your arms off. I make a neat lasso and swing it so elegantly around and tighten it around its ribs pulling it in like a Mexican dancer and kissing it on the forehead.
0: Amazing. Thank you for all of I, that. I Matt. wanted
1: to end it. I feel
0: bad. And you guys are officially... Out of
2: combat. I feel bad for the skeleton. His name is Steve. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to kill it, Aaron Skull? <laughs> kind of. I want to put it out of his misery, Aaron. I'm sorry, sis, Sam. Aaron. There's no need for it. It's just gonna slow us down. Oh, what a pet! <laughs> I never had one growing up. I. But now's not the time.
1: <clears throat> can I? Can I? Uh, can I tighten it and finish it off and just shatter its ribs?
0: Fucking. I think you would welcome G- that. Goodbye,
1: Steve. <laughs> I've only known you for a minute. I close my eyes, a single tear rolls down my cheek, and I tighten the lasso until it crushes it to death. <laughs> the ribs
0: have shattered and the skeleton was hard to do. is fucking dead. A dead fucking skeleton that you have just needlessly tortured for its, <laughs> its brief agonizing life. <laughs> and we're out of combat. Anyone want to heal Kazex?
1: I did heal Kazakhs. No, no, you, you didn't. didn't. Hide up the skeleton and left. All right, me. I fucking shrug nonchalantly and throw us, a, a smash a bottle of health potion <laughs> over Kazakhs'
0: face. Well. Just
2: fucking bottle. <laughs>
0: Okay, uh that's a fifty percent one, I think. So let me just uh check what we're doing here. He has a normal HP of eleven, um, and I'm gonna choose a number between four and six. I got a six. You've healed for six health, Kazakhs. And you've you stood back up and you're you're okay.
1: Jeez, Kazakhs, pull your weight. Come on. All
2: right, I'm to go. Bottled by my own
1: cheek. Just as easy, to put you back down, Kazakhs. <laughs> you guys
2: are fucking terrible. No, Susan's terrible. Actually, yeah, just <laughs>
1: Susan. Susam is definitely the contingent factor in a lot.
0: Susam's a bully. I like that Susam has become a bully.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Kazakhs
0: is a quiet badass, and Aaron Scott is a kind of is the sensible one. He's the straight man. Do
1: You want to get your hat off the wall, by the way.
2: No, it's been taken off. <laughs> It'll stay there. <laughs> This is, this is like the, once he's lost the hat, that's it. This is it's the
0: saddest death of the series. He's really
2: got nothing left to lose anymore. He's gonna. Susan
0: just... throws a healing potion at the hat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what a waste. Of me.
0: <laughs> Here's something interesting that's gonna happen now. Then, um, as the mm-hmm. last skeleton falls and hits the ground, all around you, every single one of the bodies suddenly catches fire. Uh, the one that you' stood around catches fire. the one that, so the crotchless one catches fire. the one that Susam smashed in the ribs catches fire. The one that um, Aaron finished off catches fire. but the one whose head that Susam took off doesn't, it remains motionless on the ground. The ones that catch fire when the fire clears, they're still the bones are still on the ground. however, they're now reformed in perfect condition. Just as you found them when you entered the cave. I'm, I'm
1: going to make a call here that we get rid of the heads before they come back.
0: Okay. Uh, I guess you do that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's because they do need to roll for that. I don't no, like
1: you don't, don't need to mean.
0: roll for that. They're not going to put up any fight.
1: So, Susam gaily skips around just taking heads off to and fro.
0: Once all three of the skeleton's heads have been removed, there's a glow, the, the bodies glow and then the glow fades and it's almost like you can hear uh, very faint screams of, uh, of souls, um, almost as if uh, whatever magic had, had had been upon these bodies is now completely
1: gone.
2: Good one, team. High fives.
0: You guys are just back to exploring the cave.
2: How are you doing, Rupert? You doing alright? How was that? That
0: was, uh, pretty intense, but... Uh is your friend okay? The, the 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 what what was his name? The the monk guy, the bald guy. Are you doing okay?
1: Steve. Oh, Kazik's will be fine. He'll pick himself back up. Can I offer a hand down to help Kazik up? Yes, man. I hoisted him to his feet.
0: Hey, that was really cool, you guys. You you guys were so cool. I, I I hope I helped out at all like I could. Um the the punch between the legs was that was that was really funny and good, Kazik. Thanks for that.
1: You I told you you were a hero inside Rupert. And now that's manifested as a true hero skill.
0: I-I guess. I-I'm feeling a lot more confident about this whole thing.
2: Good to hear. Let's push on then.
0: The cavern that opens before you is damp with the scent of blood, dripping from stalactites that scatter the ceiling. It's important to steady one's breath when you enter this room, for it seems that the very air that's filling your lungs is heavier than it usually is. It's, it's seeming to make you feel physically weaker and fill your very arteries with this sense of fear.
1: I think there's Cthulhu's in the air, everybody.
0: Does everyone want to enter the chasm? Oh, well,
1: alright, actually. <laughs> Kazix runs in. God damn it, Kazix. I got it. Watching
0: Kazix running, everybody quickly hut- rushes in. Alright, let's, let's go, let's
1: go. Uh, no, no, Kazix teeters on the edge and we all run after him and then we knock into him and all tumble over. <laughs>
0: like, whoa! like a Scooby
1: Doo cartoon.
0: Rupert kind of sluggishly follows behind you. What opened before you is a cave, uh, which seems physically much darker than previous caves, one uh, the previous parts of the cave, but you can somehow kind of still see through the fog. There's a spooky skull on the ground, and there are other kind of scattered bones, and like, there's this feeling of rot and this feeling of decay inside this room. As you all step forward into the room, suddenly each of you feel yourselves become kind of paralyzed with this um, this feeling, um, and I'm going to need you all
2: to do some rolls for me. I get an advantage to saving throws against magic, mate. Just saying. You want a medal, mate? Okay, okay.
0: So each of you needs to do a constitution saving throw.
2: Nineteen.
0: Damn, okay. So we've got Susan with a 22, Aaron Scott with a 19, and Kazix with a 13. So Kazix is the only one of you who seems to just stop in his tracks and kind of... <laughs> Kazix, you no longer feel as though you can continue to walk forwards.
2: Oh. Struck down um, with fear. You feel
0: weighed down by this great force that you can't explain.
2: Oh, okay. uh,
0: shit. Now each of you do a wisdom saving throw. Oh, no. Susan with a 15. Aaron Scott with a 15. Kazakhs with a 10. So um, all three of you feel overcome with this horrible sense of dread. Oh boy. Like this absolute physical fear at what is deeper in the cavern. Like it is as if you are staring into the face of something that you really aren't prepared to come up against. It's just this great... <sighs> it's this great... This great blood-curdling sense of fear that you feel inside you. Ah, uh, could each of you roll one d4, please? That's a d20, Matt.
1: Oh shit. I press it again oops my sorry
0: susan has done two damage it's done um aaron scott has taken four damage yeah you've taken damage oh, something shit. is take- giving you damage here
1: so the
3: lower
0: the better so damn rupert did four i have a health pot as well i'm pretty low rupert is also paralyzed in fear with you but unlike uh Kha'Zix is the only one who feels he's unable to walk the rest of you could push forward if you would well, i'm not gonna do like initiative each of you just move i'd say aaron if you want to go first
1: what about our good friend Kazakhs? what
0: do we what do Kazakhs do. cannot, doesn't feel capable of moving. Can
1: someone feed me a potion, please? Kazakhs, my boy, what's wrong with you? Bottle April? me again, Dad. Aaron
0: Scott walks deeper into this cave. These kind of blowing winds feel more present, and this kind of sense of fear becomes even greater. Can I pick up Kha'Zix and
1: bring him yeah, with us? Yeah, pick
0: me up. You could pick up Kazakhs, yeah. I'm not going to make you do a roll. I'm going to say that's okay. feasible. You can pick
1: him up. Susam flings Kazakhs over one shoulder, and marches up alongside Rupert and Aaron Scott. Okay,
0: cool. Uh, <laughs> so you're all carrying each other. Um, I'm going to need each of you to do another wisdom saving pro as you're getting closer to this thing and the sense of fear is rising. Susam is starting to feel absolutely paralyzed with fear as though she cannot continue any further. Kazix is starting to um, kind of hold his head in his hands and and shiver and um but aaron scott is mostly unaffected by this and is able to continue forwards as is rupert aaron the brave uh so rupert and aaron scott continue forwards as they can
2: i am i push forwards kind of leading the others behind. Okay,
0: so everyone else is kind of carrying in fear behind you. As you begin, continue to approach, you begin to see this um, shimmering aura as if something is being hidden from sight. This aura surrounds a table, and the table is, is kind of blurry. It's as if your vision has been blurred as to what is on this table or what's actually going on here. Whatever f- is causing your fear is coming from here, and having seen this, and having seen that it's something tangible, the fear sort of lessens slightly and do another constitution saving throw.
3: <laughs>
0: it's an ordeal. Right. Rupert with a 14, Aaron Scott with a 22. The 14 is actually enough for Rupert. He seems to be shaken, but he continues to press forward somehow. As you continue to approach with your next moves, I'm assuming you're going to continue to approach? Yep. You continue to approach, and as you do... You begin to kind of make out what looks to be a figure in the darkness, and all of you could you each roll? Yeah, uh, Kazix and Susan roll 1d4, and uh, Aaron roll 2d4. Oh, okay. great. Matt, so that's for damage you've taken. So you've taken three damage. Uh, Rupert's taken five, Jesus. You're essentially all being slowly just beaten and bruised by whatever this is as the wind is blowing through this cave, and um, Aaron Scott, your hair is flying backwards, and you're like <laughs> trying to steady yourself on the ground Rupert is grabbing his helmet and kind of blinking away tears as he looks into this darkness and there is a figure inside of the, there is a clear figure inside and as you've gotten as close as you have you hear the figure you hear kind of these mumbled words coming from the fog and they seem at first not what you'd expect they seem surprised and concerned and then stepping out of the fog slowly spreading it is Rupert Pibble Sr.
1: fucking called it! Oh, fuck!
0: Rupert! What what are you doing here? I forbid you to come into the- (coughs) He begins to cough and like seems to like pause and look around. His eyes are wide and red and he's shaking and and Rupert looks at him with these big wide eyes. Dad? What are you doing? get back! There's something in here. It's it's hurting. You're not supposed to be here. I I dad, why are you hurting these people? They're strangers, they can only serve one purpose here. <laughs> <coughs> Rupert kind of like seems to be like struggling with some kind of internal battle or um or feeling inside of him. He kind of falls to the ground and stops as as the wind is blowing over his is blowing through his hair. Any of any, uh, Aaron, you can jump in at any time, by the way, and do anything.
2: Um.
1: He's within, like, reach. He's, like, stood right next to you both. Kazakhs has jumped into my arms, like, Shaggy and Scooby. Yeah,
0: exactly. You guys can now see that Rupert's there and the fear has kind of washed away for both of you because you've, you've kind of seen what's causing this. You could start approaching if you wanted. So uh, he's there. He's kind of, he seems frantic and he's kind of just freaked out that Rupert is there and he seems to be thinking, looking over his options and trying to figure out what the hell to do now. Rupert. What the fuck is going on? You weren't even supposed to be.
3: Uh, can, you, can you turn me around? I can't, can't see anything.
2: There we go. Now he is killed. Now what the hell is that? I know you. Rupert, why are you doing this?
0: There need to be sacrifices! I don't make the rules! I don't make the rules!
2: Sacrifices to what? It's
0: better you than anyone from the village. This will save the good people's lives. Perhaps
2: we're good people.
0: You're strangers! I don't know you. I thought this would be easier than it is. He's tearing up now. He, there are—he's streaming down his face into his beard. Junior kind of steps forward and puts, grabs him by both shoulders. He—he's clearly—all of you are clearly weak, having taken damage from this stuff. And he kind of shakes him and goes, "Dad, Dad! Whatever's happening here? The, you didn't have anything to do with the miners going missing. The—the the cows. The—the the miners the- were an accident. And I—I I thought the cows would be good enough, but it needs people. It needs people to sustain it." I, I didn't want anyone from the village going missing So I thought the strangers would do I thought they'd do You weren't supposed to be here, Rupert Son
1: of a bitch
0: What would mother be thinking? Doing this for her She wouldn't want you to be doing anything like this Look, she's been bedridden for weeks What do you think? What kind of stress do you think this She's she... dead, Rupert She's not dead I, 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 saw, I visited her this morning She was breathing The creature in that bed Is not your mother, Rupert "'Your mother is dead, Rupert. This is the only way to get her back. I'm sorry. I can't do this.' He falls to his knees, and he brings out a small vial, which he throws behind him, and it smashes on the table. The fog that was behind him clears and the cave returns to um, being totally visible. There's an altar, there's a kind of a, a large open space. There's nothing actually there. Aaron, you start to feel the effects of fear and dread kind of just seeping away as if there was nothing to worry about the whole time. Rupert Sr. is on the floor kind of crying slowly and he takes out another one of the potions and hands it to... Aaron Scott, and he goes, Give this to your friends over there. Go splash it on the ground near and It'll get rid of the, the effects of the
2: poisons. I'll well, take it over and bottle him. <laughs> Aaron, what is going on? It's Pebble Senior. He's gone mad. Mad?
1: He was going to kill us.
0: Rupert is now sat with his father. As Rupert Senior is kind of on the ground, he's kind of holding his chest and breathing heavily. He seems like very ragged and fragile in this state currently. And uh, Rupert is very badly beaten up from the effects of the poison and he's, he he himself is shaking. They both look in a really bad state.
1: I think we need to get these guys out of here before we go any further. Aye, oh, yeah. that sounds good. Yes, I'm going to slowly, calmly walk towards them. Rupert.
0: Rupert turns around. Don't touch him! Don't touch him! I don't, I don't want you to... I don't understand. I don't understand what... He's never been like this. He's, he's not making any sense. Mum's fine. She's just got the flu.
1: Rupert. Whatever's wrong, we will fix this. But not in here, not now, not in this deep, dark, evil place. We need to get you two to safety and find out what's going on. Rupert Sr.
0: starts and looks up at the sky towards the opening of the cave. There's nothing that you can see that he's looking at, but he's looking intently as well. He can see something. For a moment, he matches um, glances with his son and says, I'm sorry, before collapsing onto the floor, convulsing uh frothing at the mouth.
1: Hold him down. Uh put something in his mouth he doesn't bite his tongue off quick. Position. I'll
2: try and pin him down and make sure he doesn't hurt himself.
0: As you try to to steady him, you see that he's he's dead. He's uh, his heart's given out and he's just on the ground. He's uh you feel for a pulse and there is none.
2: Aaron? Is he I, He's gone. Oh
0: Jesus. What do you mean he's gone?
1: Rupert we need to leave this place now.
0: Rupert has tears streaming from his eyes. He stands next to his father's corpse and is kind of
1: cradling him like, I'm not leaving! We'll take the body as well, but this is an evil place, Rupert. And whatever killed him might as well kill us too, if we stay.
0: Suddenly, there's a flash. There is a sound. Unlike anything you've heard before, it is as if an electrical charge has exploded in your ears. <laughs> there's a swirling kind of sensation and you feel, you, you feel yourselves essentially being pushed away from the far side of the wall that you're facing as this blinding light encompasses it and essentially blinds you when you're looking in that direction. You have to shield your eyes. It's as if you're looking into something as powerful as the sun um, just burning from this other side of the room. You can feel the heat and the energy coming off this thing. There are, there's physical crackling in the air from the electricity flying past.
1: Aaron, Kazakhs, are you right. Yeah, first put me down. Thank you. Oh yeah, I put Kazakhs down. Oh, thank you. I'm good.
0: The static is flowing through your hair and making it stand on end. Uh, Rupert. Rupert's armor seems to be glistening with this electricity as he quickly removes his helmet in in a gasp as electric shocks pang through his body. And he starts to, like, just whimper and, like, crouch over his father's body, unable to move for his grief.
1: Aaron, Kazakhs, we need to go literally right now before the sun or whatever it is explodes and kills us. Do we agree on this? Aye. I grab Rupert.
0: Okay, do a strength check. I'm going to do a dexterity on Rupert because he's going to try and escape. Okay, yes, you definitely got him. Susan with a 22. Rupert with an 18. You're kind of struggling for a minute, but you begin to pull Rupert back and he's trying to get himself off. You're like, no, leave me with him, leave me with him. You can see his father's body starting to be pulled into the the light. Uh, from the other side of the room and it very quickly is sucked up in, and, and kind of vanishes beyond the blindness that you can't I see. I grab
1: him by the wrist, sling him around my shoulder, give him a gentle slap on the face to try and sensicalise him, and then turn and shout to the others,
0: We are leaving this place now! Um, where are you grabbing Rupert from?
1: I was going to grab him by the wrist and then sling him over my shoulder.
0: Okay, you've slung him over your shoulder. As you do this, his hand comes out of the glove, the chainmail glove, that you were grabbing hold of. For fuck's sake. He turns and runs directly into the blinding light. Rupert! Rupert, no! Rupert runs, and as Rupert runs into the blinding light, there is a flash. All of you are blinded, you're all knocked backwards onto your feet, and then the cave is lit. There is no more light, there is no more Rupert, both of them are gone, the cave is completely empty, not even the table is there anymore, it's a completely empty cave, the skulls are gone, everything's gone, and you're all just sat there in
1: the silence.
2: I think we need to leave. What the fuck just
1: happened? Some fucking some fucking Rupert old man was here, and then fucking the young Rupert man was here, and we were like, no Rupert, go eat some cheese and die. And he was like, no, I'm not gonna do that. And then he ran into this room, he ran into this room, and the other guy, was there, and the other guy said some weird shit about his mum. His mum was a monster, but it's not a monster. The guy in bed, no, his bed. Then Rupert ran into the light, and he exploded and turned into the sun. And The sun exploded, and the other guy turned into the sun. I don't know what's going on. Somebody explain it to me, please. I need investigation.
2: cocaine's okay, a hell of drugs.
1: You're gonna end it on that fucking rant. I'm gonna
0: end it on cocaine is a hell of a drug. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Cocaine. God damn it, James. (laughs) Stole the punchline.